the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So you might have asked yourself last night when you heard, or today when you heard, that Joe Manchin, West Virginia senator, coal country senator, has huddled with liberal New York Senator Chuck Schumer and has co-signed on a statement crowing about uh, $300 billion, probably close to $400 billion eventually, investment in green energy. Uh, by the way, that... Uh, Agreement includes a sizable increase in the uh, tax on underground coal. Yes! Joe Manchin really got a sweet deal for this one. Section 13901 of the proposed bill is a coal tax hike. Increasing the tax per ton on underground mines from fifty cents to a dollar ten, more than doubling it, and surface mines from twenty-five cents to fifty-five cents, more than doubling it. So you know, there's no way Joe Manchin signed on to that unless he got a bunch of money back for West Virginia, because he's going to have to be able to offset the political damage of increasing the tax on coal. To people in the state saying, yeah, but look over here, uh, but pay no attention to that. But look, look over here, look at this shiny, beautiful highway that I got completed on the bridge to nowhere. So you say to yourself, well, okay, is that why this happened, when it happened? No, this is not why this happened, when it happened. What else happened yesterday in the Senate, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, we got a bunch of Republicans who signed on to the CHIPS Act. Careful, Bruce. The CHIPS Act benefits Ohio. Yes, I know. I'm just explaining to you the timing of it. And again, I'm not sure where I stand on the CHIPS Act now that I know some of it. It's like the old phrase, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I see the benefit of the CHIPS Act because I think from a national security perspective, we need it. From a central Ohio perspective, it's great. I know not great for you if you live rurally out near where this will be built. I get that. Nothing is perfect. Many things you have to approve by holding your nose. You say, I don't like federal subsidies of private industry. I don't either. But I don't see how we eliminate them. I don't like tax abatements. You're in New Albany and you don't like tax abatements. I don't like them either. Even the mayor of New Albany said the other night, I don't know if he's being honest. I presume he was. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He doesn't like tax abatements. I'm just saying, for purposes of this conversation, I'm explaining the timing of this to you. Why Manchin flip now after weeks and months and years of saying, no, coal, 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 fossil fuels, coal is not dirty, coal is great. Now he's like a greenie. Why the timing? Because the Senate passed the CHIPS Act yesterday. 
And once the Senate passed the CHIPS Act, then Joe Manchin was free and clear to join on this bill that will increase coal taxes in his state, that will give 370-some billion dollars to the green energy goofballs, because the Democrats can fudge the numbers, move the numbers around, and sell it via reconciliation. Reconciliation is that lie that they play because it doesn't add any more to the national debt. That's what they do, okay? They fudge it somehow and pay for part of it, put, you know, programs in that they say, well, here's a federal government term, sunset. It'll sunset. Joe Manchin used to be against sunsetting. No, the sun never sets. Federal programs never go away. That was back when Joe Manchin was an honest broker. Now Joe Manchin is a... uh, Greased Palm, Robert Byrd wannabe, and all of his principles uh, evaporated when he picked up the pen and signed that statement last night with Chuck Schumer. So they got the CHIPS Act passed in the Senate, and then, oh, look, Joe Manchin flipped, and we're going to get a reconciliation bill, and yeah, pull the knife out of your back, Senate Republicans. Well, the trouble with the uh, CHIPS Act is that they may have announced this little... uh, cozy deal Schumer and Manchin have prematurely because the House still has to vote on the CHIPS Act. And certainly House Republicans are not going to vote against the CHIPS Act. House Republicans are, you know, about the security of our nation. House Republicans are on board with all this. They thought they had the House Republicans in their pocket. Eh, Maybe not. See, they knew they had the squad, AOC, Jayapal, Cory Bush, and the others, because, hey, green, 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 green. Joe Manchin's on board the green agenda. Boom, let us sign on to that CHIPS Act. AOC and the others may not like the idea of it, but, oh, in exchange for the green stuff, yeah, we'll do it. Well, House Republicans are not happy about Joe Manchin performing his dirty double-cross. Steve Scalise, House Minority Whip last night, sent a letter out and said, uh, oh, Joe Manchin lied to us? Joe Manchin is a swamp rat? Joe Manchin is, after all, as crazy as all the other Democrats who think that with 9.1% inflation, rising interest rates, a contracting economy, spending another near... Half a trillion dollars is a great idea. Well, then, maybe we need to rethink our support of the CHIPS Act. So Scalise sent this letter out last night telling House GOP members, that's Mike Carey, that's Anthony Gonzalez, that's the feckless Troy Balderson, uh, to not support this. Not support this. The reconciliation deal according to The Hill, may influence the votes of House GOP members still deciding how to vote for the CHIPS Act. Representative Don Bacon, Republican Nebraska, said Wednesday evening that he was evaluating the CHIPS Act, but that the Manchin Green Jobs Bill was a strike against it. When asked last night if Democrats have enough votes to pass the CHIPS Act alone, if Republicans in the House are to oppose the measure, House Majority Whip James Clyburn said, I hope so. 
James Clyburn is the guy you can blame for Joe Biden being president, because without James Clyburn's seal of approval on Joe Biden in the South Carolina primaries and other primaries, Joe Biden would have finished second to Bernie Sanders for the nomination, and Trump would still be president, because I refuse to believe that America would have voted Bernie Sanders over Donald Trump. Okay, that's enough depressing news. I need more John Kennedy, senator from Louisiana, on the latest economic numbers and the lunacy of Democrats to cheer me up. No disrespect, but whoever's making these economic decisions, they're not, I've said this before, they're not qualified to manage a food truck. They're just not. Um, They want to spend all day trying to convince the American people that their definition of of a, a recession is the right one. Nobody cares. You know, the American people are, are, are saying to the White House, call somebody who cares. What they care about is the economy slowing and uh, prices are rising and our national debt is greater than our national output. And they look for help. And isn't this special? Here comes the United States Senate, the Democrats, with a, uh, a, a new uh, tax bill and a new spending bill and a new welfare bill and, and a new uh, a Green New Deal bill. And um, it's just sad. It gets frustrating. I start, I don't hate anybody. I start out in the morning wanting to follow Jesus, but by mm-hmm. 10 o'clock, I want to follow Jesus and slap somebody. That is uh, the inimitable John Kennedy. I don't hate anybody. I start out in the morning wanting to follow Jesus, but by mm-hmm. 10 o'clock, I want to follow Jesus and slap somebody. Can you identify? Hands up on that. Can you identify? I can identify. That's my struggle, too. Yeah. I start out every day. I'm going to hear that one more time. I don't hate anybody. I start out in the morning wanting to follow Jesus, but by mm-hmm. 10 o'clock, I want to follow Jesus and slap somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can, I can feel your pain there, John Kennedy. So, uh, what did Joe Biden have to say today about the latest economic numbers? Mmm. No. Fox News I can, I can read you the whole thing if you want me to. I can read you the whole thing or I can just paraphrase it for you. If I paraphrase it for you, it'll be, you're crazy. Everything is great. Don't you realize what an awesome president I am? Yeah. I'll give you the uh, longer version next. Uh, Breaking news, Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has just uh, issued a call to activate the National Guard to handle the influx of 4,000 illegal immigrants into her city, (laughs) calling it a humanitarian crisis. Uh, This is something she refused to do on January the 6th, by the way. Activate the National Guard. I've said before on January the 6th, I said it on January 6th. Now I'm getting a little, like, earworm telling me that I said it on this show yesterday. If I repeat this from yesterday, I'm sorry. But I said on January the 6th, Pelosi and Schumer and everybody else with Democratic loyalties was sitting there watching the attack on the Capitol, gleefully rubbing their hands together. They set a trap, and Trump supporters took the bait. They didn't secure the Capitol because they didn't want the Capitol secure. That is and always will be my view of what happened on January 6th. Two things can be true at once. Two things can be true at once. That was Nancy Pelosi being crazy. I won't play you that sound. Uh, Two things can be true at once. Democrats can 
put the Capitol in a position where it can be overrun, and it can still be wrong for people who overran it. And that is exactly the situation that we are in. Now, if you would like to sit in on a Salem host's show and commiserate with them during station breaks and watch how they do what they do, then I would highly recommend you go to 989theanswer.com or theanswerdayton.com and do this every day. You're allowed to enter every day to win the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. You and a friend get to go mm, in style. I'll fly you to the city where your host is working. I'll put you up in a hotel for three nights, give you a $300 Visa gift card, and you'll be able to watch them do what they do. New York City, you've got an option. Eric Metaxas or Mike Gallagher. Washington, D.C., you have uh, Hugh Hewitt or Seb Gorka. In the Phoenix, Arizona area, you have Charlie Kirk or Brandon Tatum. And in L.A., if you'd like to step over needles and human feces, you can watch Dennis Prager. Go to 989theanswer.com or theanswerdayton.com and enter the Terrific Talkers VIP experience. And yes, yes, unlike the uh, Chicago election procedure, it is not illegal to do this more than once. You can do it once every day, not more than once a day. But you can call it, uh, you can do it, rather, once per day. All right, I just have to uh, delve a little bit more deeply into the numbers from the GDP today. 0.9% retraction of the economy. That's nine-tenths of 1%. They expected 1.5% or 1.4% growth. So they missed it. Shocker, I know. The Biden administration missed on their economic projections. The Build Back Better plan, where they spent more than a trillion dollars, did not build back better. It created inflation, uh, raging inflation, the highest in four decades. Yes, I know. The withdrawal from Afghanistan was not an extraordinary success. No. High gas prices, not an incredible transition. No. So Joe Manchin has signed on now, and they're going to spend. Politico has a story why Joe Manchin signed on to what will be a $700 billion deal. The price right now, given the benefit of the doubt, is just under $400 billion. Uh, what is in it? A $7,500 tax credit, which means you'll get a $7,500 check from the government. If you buy, can you guess, Pete Buttigieg fans? Yes, an electric vehicle. You'll get a $7,500 check if you buy an electric vehicle. And even if you buy a used electric vehicle, you'll get a smaller tax credit, which means a check from the government. That was going to be my next question, whether it applied to used. Yes, of course it does, Pam, because we have to convert, limit our carbon emissions, and bankrupt our country. Uh, The latter is my own editorial edition. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I am going to put you on the spot. Does it include hybrid vehicles or just all electric? The story that I have in front of me does not say anything about hybrids. I just wondered. I've driven a hybrid before, Mm -hmm. not because I bought it, but because I had it as a, you know, substitute for Mm -hmm. while my car was in the shop. It freaked me out as you couldn't tell if it was running or not. Right. You start up and you're like, is this thing on? Is this thing on? And you turn Mm -hmm. the key again. Okay, I guess it's on. Yeah, yeah. It just takes some getting used to, and I, I don't really want to get used to it because I don't think it is the most efficient way for us as an entire p- 
public engaged in public transportation. I mean, you get today when I leave, I'm going to head to I-270 near uh, 23. And I'm going to scan the horizon towards Sawmill Road. And I'm going to see how many hundreds of vehicles, maybe mm-hmm. maybe more than a thousand vehicles. Mm-hmm. And how many of those, what percentage of those do you think are EVs? 15%? I don't 10 know. Per, 10%? I see a lot of them anymore, yeah. but I, but, I don't but do know you think it's twenty? Do you think it's 20%? I don't think it's 20%. It's not unusual to see a Tesla. You mm-hmm. see a Tesla. Yeah. But it's not it's not routine to see like five Teslas in a row. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we're going to convert everybody to that. Right? Like if you're like me, you get a car, you drive it until it refuses to drive mm-hmm. anymore. And there are a lot of people like that. And I just think it is such a short-sighted stupid expectation and insistence that we convert because I do not believe that the climate is a dire threat to humanity. Now, that will get me labeled a climate denier, which is a classic democratic term because I do not deny that there is a climate, and I do not deny that the climate is occasionally changing. What I deny are two things. I deny that the changing of the climate is a threat to the survival of humanity. See, I have faith in American ingenuity. I saw a thing yesterday from ProPublica that, oh, you know, if we continue where we're going, why the uh, the the uh, livability of America is going to change and the South is going to become really, really arid, Mississippi, Alabama, blah, blah, blah. It's going to become just like the desert. Well, you know what? I spend a lot of time in Arizona. I spend a lot of time in the desert. And I like it there. And they figured out a way to survive with evap cooling and air conditioning and irrigation. And you know what they have down there by Mississippi, Alabama? They have this little thing called the Gulf of Mexico. And they can draw plenty of water from the Gulf of Mexico. And with American ingenuity and engineering, they can make that water potable. Not portable. Well, they can make it portable, too. Mm -hmm. And potable. Now... I don't worry about the survival of humanity. The second thing that I don't buy into in the climate agenda is that, and think of the ego it takes to believe this, you could make a law in the United States of America that could affect appreciably the world's climate while China, India, Russia, and other major manufacturing nations are not bound by whatever law you sign. Stupid. Utterly stupid. You have to be a moron to believe that. Did this have much traction before some Scandinavian teenager, Greta Thunberg, started scolding all of us about, You're killing the planet. Man. We are, we are idiots. We have leaders who are idiots. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.